It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Level Up, the esports and gaming show with me, Nathan Bliss, esports and gaming writer at Reach PLC. In this week's episode, I teamed up with my fellow Reach colleagues and FIFA fans, Josh Chalice and George Smith. We chatted about five things you need to be aware of in FIFA 21 out of the Foot Champions Weekend League. We discussed the changes to defending, dribbling, tackling, passing, crossing and more on FIFA 21 to give you an advantage when playing FIFA 21 online. Enjoy! Today, I'm joined by Josh Challies, the network desk writer uh, at Reach PLC, and also George Smith, the network support team editor, both Reach colleagues of mine. Uh, how are you doing, guys? You okay? Yeah, not bad. Thank you. I'm very well, thank you, mate. How are you doing? Good. Yeah, I'm, I'm all right, thanks. It's uh, it's Friday when we're recording this, so uh, definitely my happiest day, I would say. I just wanted to basically get together with some of our Reach colleagues who are also fans of FIFA and Ultimate Team as well to discuss the new game and give people a few Going to hints and tips ahead of the weekend league, and if you haven't played FIFA 21 yet, this might be uh, really useful to you. So, first of all, then uh, I think I don't know if you two guys agree, but first impressions really when I started playing the game a couple of weeks ago was the defending um, is just completely overhauled this year. Um, it's a lot more manual. Don't get me wrong; there is still the AI blocks and things happening inside the box, which um, which need to be got rid of, in my opinion. But in terms of the defending, the, the first few times that I played competitively online i found myself thinking like what's happened like i've just done what i normally do and i'm conceding goals it felt like i was powerless how have you found it josh um yeah i'd say it's pretty much the same in in the sense of like the difficulty of it um like i think even even if i'm absolutely thrashing someone i will still concede a goal at some point like i think it was like last week i couldn't believe someone like didn't quit i won 14 one in the end but like you know, he still scored one, and it's always it's always the case. I will never keep a clean sheet online. Like it's it's a lot a lot to get used to. Um, and I think my biggest problem, as it always has been with FIFA, is a lack of patience. Like I will charge out and I will like try and nick the ball and counter attack, but you know it just leaves you exposed like massively. What do you think, George? Do you agree with that? Yeah, I think Josh is absolutely bang on with that. It's, it's certainly very, very different this year, the defending on it. Um, but like Josh said, even when you're absolutely battering somebody, you find yourself always feeling as though you are going to concede at some stage. I've had it quite a few times and I've only had the game about nine, ten days or at the moment. But you're absolutely right. It just feels like when you're playing now, it's almost like a game of pinball. It's so quick. It's back and forth, back and forth all the time. Um, and the defending for me, your defenders get getting turned so easily in the box and outside the box. And it's just a nightmare because it's just practically impossible to keep a clean sheet. It feels like you've got to score seven just to win. 
<laughs> I, was, I feel sorry for the goalkeepers, to be honest. Uh, I mean, they must be just, I mean, obviously they're only virtual players, but they must be pretty worn out after, after every virtual game. But yeah, I think absolutely the scales have definitely tipped from FIFA 20, where the emphasis was on the defensive player. The scales have definitely tipped towards, if you were a more defensive player, you had a, a massive advantage, I think, in FIFA 20. But now they've changed it completely to FIFA 21. The emphasis is definitely now more on attacking. And I think that's to make um, the esports league as well more competitive and more more impressive to watch, I suppose, for professional esports players because it was starting to get a bit boring in FIFA 20 watching like players who are really, really skilled at the game battling out and just getting like nil nils or one nils in like prof- professional tournaments. So I think that's maybe one of the reasons why they've done it. It's also the same sort of sense, like you know. After after like watching like a West Brom Burnley and like a goalless draw and I'm like oh there's 90 minutes of my life I'll never get back like I don't want to then go on FIFA and be like scraping out one nil wins or like nil nils here like you want the entertainment you want the excitement as much as it infuriates me to concede all these goals like I'd, I'd much prefer it to just like scrappy nil nil yeah definitely I think there's been a skill gap added obviously everyone's going to struggle at the beginning but the best players are going to adapt quickly and are going to learn how to defend better and then you're going to get that skill gap where it rewards people who actually play it consistently and who practice and who hone their craft which is something that I re- I don't mind it being difficult because it's something you can get better at it but if it's easy to start off with then you know it's easy for everyone else that's the issue isn't it absolutely yeah what What do you think George are you enjoying it more than FIFA 20 do you think it's quite hard to say I think with it only being fairly new but the first few days I was actually really really struggling to get into a rhythm and I was actually getting quite angry with it like you do on FIFA and thinking oh my god it's gone backwards from last year but the last couple of days I've actually got to grips with it it's probably probably to do with the fact that I've upgraded my ultimate team quite a bit and probably given myself a better chance. But I just think it just seems a lot more fast-paced, the gameplay this year, in terms of it's just back and forth all the time, like I said before. But I just think with time, you're going to have to adjust to it and you'll get used to it. But for me, I think they have made improvements, but the defensive side of it, personally, I would have preferred it to stay how it was. That's interesting. I think a lot of people, especially professional players, would disagree with that because I think it, it was if you if you'd have seen some of the esports games that were like shown on Twitch, like the some of the FIFA E World Cup stuff that was going on and the E Champions League and stuff, some of the some of the games on there were just so boring to watch because both players were playing drop back because that was the best way to play, which um isn't great when you've got people trying to watch an esport online. You don't want it to be like Burnley versus West Brom every time you watch an esport game. Yeah, that is true, I suppose. But I just think for me, for a personal preference, I just prefer it to be Maybe just that little bit more, less fast-paced, a bit more realistic. But like Josh says, you, you're playing the game for entertainment and you scrappy 1-0 wins your 0-0s. Nil you're not getting that. So I suppose in that aspect, you are getting that. But for me, it's certainly fulfilling that this year because the amount of games I've played so far and you've been winning, say, 6-5, 5-4, whatever, it's just been relentless amount of goals. But like I say, I just find it a little bit, not intimidating, but just slightly frustrating that you feel like you've got to score 5 or 6 just to get a win. I do kind of get what you mean. I kind of think like it's almost gone from one extreme to the other and you just kind of need that middle ground. Like every game, that last year, every game was like, you know, scrappy because people were dropping back and they weren't high scoring. And then this year feels like very high scoring. Kind of want to find the middle ground a little bit between that. I think that's where FIFA 21 failed last year because at the start of FIFA 20, I mean, EA have got an impossible job really because they have to 
they have to make the game accessible and playable for casual players like us three. But then they also have to make the game a competitive esports game at the same time. So if they make it too difficult, they risk alienating the casual players. If they make it too easy, they risk alienating their their esports players. So which which way do you go? And I think that's what that what's what George is saying. You pref- you would prefer it to be like last year because that was that was a better experience for you and it made you more competitive. Do you think? I think so. Yeah, because I, as I say, I am only like a casual FIFA player, even though I've played it for years and years. But for me, I enjoyed it last year, like having to grind and really fight for the wins. Whereas now, you just kind of basically just to and fro in. As I said earlier on, it's like back and forth all the time and. It's great that it's got that speed to it and you're constantly attacking and things like that, but it just seems that fast pace that you're having to concentrate even harder because, as we've said about the defending, you're getting turned so easily and quickly. But I think it's certainly certainly a different venture that EA have taken to take this route. But like Josh said, it would have been nice if maybe they'd gone a little bit, little bit middle ground, middle of the road and done it kind of a 50-50 split to last year. But like I say, we'll adapt to it. It's fairly new still, and I'm sure as weeks pass by, we'll soon all get to groups with it. Yeah, so definitely if you're heading out into the weekend league competition this weekend, something to watch out for is if you if you try and defend how you did in FIFA 20, you will just end up conceding six or seven and you'll have to score eight or nine to win a game, basically, especially in such a competitive league like the the weekend league as well. So, George or Josh, have you got any hints or tips for players to follow uh, this weekend? I would say, and I think this has been a problem FIFA previously, which kind of doesn't feel like it this year, is previously, like, you, you could play squad battles, you could play offline and you could play it on, like, Legendary or Ultimate or whatever. And then you'd go onto online and it would be completely different. Like it didn't matter how many games you'd played offline, the online was completely different. I found this year it's actually a lot, a lot better. Um, if you're playing on world class or legendary or ultimate, if you can, like you'll you'll find you'll find it adjustable to online. You won't have to sort of like rip up your sheet and start again. You can transfer the stuff. The AI opposition is a lot better this year and it is a lot smarter. And there's sometimes I'll be doing things and I'll just be like, well, what the hell? Like, why are you doing that? Like, you're the computer. Usually, like, you expect them to, like, cut it back to the edge of the box or something like that. But they'll just, like, like do, like, a mad skill or something. Like, it, it, it does make it better, which I think is good because it means that if you're coming back to FIFA, if you haven't maybe had it for a few years or if you weren't, weren't keen on 20 and hadn't played it for a few months or something, you're coming back in and do you feel like you need that refresher? I think playing offline, it does give you like the steps towards transitioning to online. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad that you segued towards the dribbling thing. So I, I remember seeing an option for the AI. Um, you can stop them doing skill moves and stuff, can't you? In the settings, you can, you can, you can yeah. make it a more like simple experience. But I totally agree, Josh. I think from playing a lot of offline games and playing a bit of career mode and stuff like that, um, I was really impressed with some of the the dribbling skills from from the AI. And moving on to dribbling, then I think that has become so much better in FIFA 21. And when it, what it was in FIFA 20. I think you can do a lot more skill moves. Um, it's a, a lot more responsive, particularly on an online mode like Ultimate Team where you, you used to a bit of lag and things, a bit of input delay, but this year it seems a lot better. I don't know if that's because less people are playing it so far, but um, it definitely seems a lot more um, agile and you can you can get out of tight spaces, whereas last year, if you found yourself harassed by a couple of defenders, you were inevitably going to lose the ball. But I think this year you can wriggle your way out of things. 
I'd certainly agree with that. Definitely. I've found the dribbling really, really good so far this year because uh, speaking like from past experience, I've got Steven Bergvine in my team and he's just been absolutely insane when carrying the ball forward and it's almost impossible for a defender to get it off his toes. But I think you're right in terms of like tight space and things like that. You do feel more confident that you're going you're gonna to get out of that space with the ball still at your feet. And I just think it's a lot, lot better this year. They've thought it through and you can carry the ball really well and it's much harder for defenders to rub it off your toes in those situations. So that's certainly one positive that I've seen so far with the dribbling. And so far on that front, it's been really, really good. I find with, with the dribbling and stuff as well, like... I think previously, if you used the jockey to try and protect the ball, you would just get bundled over half the time and the defender would rob, rob it off you. Whereas now it seems more seems more responsive. If you if you realise, right, okay, the defender's coming there, I'm going to have to hold him off a little bit before I make some space, it really does work and you really can protect the ball, find that bit of space and beat the defender, which is which is obviously massive, especially if you're playing with fast wingers and maybe your striker isn't so fast. If you're out wide, then previously you're like, right, okay, well, I can't really cross it into no one. Whereas now you can say, right, okay, I'm going to hold the ball up and then I'm going to cross it in and it it does make a big difference. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that, Josh. One thing um, I will say about the dribbling is the patch that was released yesterday for Fever 21 before the patch, you could do like two or three flip-flops in a row um, with with a decent player with five-star skill moves. But they've kind of nerfed that now in the latest patch, so I'm not sure how that's going to... I'm going to have to play it for a few days to see all the, how all the changes have affected it. But um, I don't think it should have changed too much in terms of the normal dribbling mechanics. Um, but I definitely I definitely much prefer the dribbling in FIFA 21. Um, I was just going to ask you guys, have you, have you tried the Agile dribbling feature yet? I've, I've seen it. And like I think I've done it accidentally, but I'm just trying to trying to get to grips with my full team at the moment. Um, I think that that's one important thing is remembering which players are which footed, what they can do. Is yeah. I'm trying to drill that into my head at the moment. George, have you used the uh, agile dribbling yet? I'm probably exactly like Josh, to be honest with you, where I may have done it by accident and not even realised, but <laughs> I think overall the, the dribbling has been pretty good, like you two have just said. It's been a lot, lot better this year so far, and I'm really finding it a lot better than FIFA 20 in that respect. But yeah, so, so far so good, but as for the agile dribbling, I may have done it, I may not. Yeah, so for, for players who, who haven't done it, it, to do Agile Dribbling, the, the new feature in, in FIFA 21, is performed by holding either R1 or RB uh, while moving the left stick. Um, and what it does is basically moves your player into a more smaller space, if you see what I mean. So if you're inside the area and you don't want to take massive touches or perform a skill move, if you hold R1 or RB and use a left stick, your player will use loads of little movements with the with the dribbling it'll be a lot faster so you can like move the ball between your feet or make like little sharp dribble movements so what that allows you to do is if a player's coming towards you and you can see he's going to uh, press B uh, to tackle you, you can just use agile dribbling to sidestep it because it's much quicker than the defender would be. And then you can go up and, and score. But it's, it's, it is very hard to get used to because it's a completely new feature. But I just recommend people to go and try it in online games because I don't think a lot of people are using it from what I can see. And I think it could be a game changer if you manage to master it. And I just realised you two haven't used it, so obviously you've got nothing to say on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Josh and George, what I would say is go uh, if you are playing this weekend, just go and uh, just go and have a try with it and see what you can do with it because um, it's a really interesting feature. 
have to check it out and give it a whirl. See, yeah. see if it improves my style. Defo, defo. Right, so uh, the third thing I want to touch on is the tackling, which FIFA 21 was really frustrating for me, the tackling part of things, because if you were to tackle just like a normal tackle, like a standing tackle, for example, there'd be occasions where the ball would fly back to the opposition attacker anyway. And that is, that is, in my experience, has been exactly the same in FIFA 21, if not worse. I find myself, because it's it's gone the other way in terms of attacking now, it seems that the, the attacking player always gets that kind of priority over the defensive player, even when tackling. Um, I don't know how you two guys have, have um, had that experience as well. I was hoping that you weren't going to say, oh, I think this has improved. And I was like, well, what have you been doing? No, it's it's exactly the same for me. Um, and there's nothing more frustrating than winning the tackle and it just like rebounding. And a lot of the times, like you find if it's your central defender, it'll actually take him out of the game because you'll do the tackle and then they'll recover. The opponent will recover from the tackle quickly and then go through. And you're still like in the afterwards of the tackle animation or whatever it is. And there is nothing more frustrating than either tackling someone and then keeping the ball or blocking shots and it just falling straight back out to them. And nothing infuriates me more than that because I kind of feel like I've done what I can and now it's the game that's sort of like, well, no, you, they're going to they're gonna go for it and score anyway. Yeah, I've got to say the same as well. It, it's happened to me on several occasions already where I think I've won possession back, say on the halfway line or whatever, and then it's just bounced straight back to the attacker and that's it, he's gone, he's away, he's scored. And it's really, really frustrating because I thought on FIFA 20, that was a lot better, that aspect of the game. But Nathan, like you've said, it's like this year they focus that much on the attacking side of it and that that um, that energy to get the ball up the foot of the pitch quickly. You're kind of losing that, that effectiveness with your defender. So it's frustrating, as Josh has said, there's nothing more infuriating in FIFA than stuff like that. But I suppose, once again, it's just the way it is this year. We're going to have to adapt to it. But for me, I think they have... Even though it's made it a lot more fun to play, they have focused a little bit too much on the attacking front rather than the defensive side of it. I'm glad you've both found it um, as hard as I have. A couple of days ago, I was looking through like the the buttons um, and the the controls on the game just to see what if there was anything new on there. And I came across um, there's a new control called Instant Hard Tackle. So I found this about a week ago, um, and you do this by uh, pressing R1 and Circle or R1 and B. So like you would if you're doing a finesse shot, for example. So it's the opposite. If you're just doing a finesse shot, but you haven't got the you haven't got the ball, that tends to work a lot better than if you just press B. So what I would say is try that instead. If you are finding that you are pressing B and trying to tackle your opponent and not, the ball's not coming back to you, try pressing R1 and B or R1 and circle instead and you might get a bit of joy. I don't know if either of you guys know about that new command. Can't say no, I haven't. No, not at all. So I'm definitely going to use that. Um, one thing I did want to, did want to say about like this tackling front. I don't know if you find it as well, but it happens all the time against me. I cannot recall a time where someone has tackled me and I've kept the ball and I've run through and scored. It's just always, always <laughs> against. It never happens in my favour. Welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah, I think every every FIFA player has that experience, don't they? Because it, it's just one of those things. It just feels like some you have you have them moments, don't you, where you feel like the whole thing's against you, and you you tend to lose your head and uh, start doing stupid things. It just makes it even worse. I think that's what that's what makes these pro players so good for me. When I speak to them and I watch them at tournaments and things, their consistency and their ability to keep their head in in the most ridiculous of circumstances, I think, is what sets them out as as being. Um, the best players in the world and uh, yeah that's that's why I'm not 
uh, obviously I haven't got the talent they've got as well, but just the ability to keep keep your head is something that um, yeah it will set you it will be very useful uh, in a competition like weekend league. Right, so we've covered uh, we've covered dribbling, we've covered defending, and now I want to talk about passing because I think that passing is so much better in FIFA 21 than it was in FIFA 20, particularly through balls. Uh, I mean, I think they're a bit. We're talking about how the attacking side of FIFA has got a lot better this year, but the through balls are so OP. Um, I mean, it just feels a bit too easy at times when you create a move and you see a player making a run. You don't need that much vision to be able to spot the run. And then you press Y or RB and Y to set your attacking player away. And it just seems like it's a it's a foolproof method, method of scoring a goal this year. I was about to say that, especially if you're, if you're passing in a straight line. Like if you're your cams poking it through to a striker or something like that. And then, yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, like I say, I think, I think that probably does need a little bit of a patch. Um, but in terms of the passing overall, it is, it is a lot better. Like I feel like you can do, can do a lot more and you can score a lot, a lot better goals, a lot more satisfying goals. Um, but then equally it's frustrating when you do like this really sick passing move out from the back and you're moving your players around and you score this beautiful goal. And then go about the other way, and then they just tap tap Y, and it goes straight through and score. And it's like, well, okay. Yeah. I don't, what do you think, George, about through balls? Do you think it's a, a bit too overpowered? The through balls so far have been very overpowered. You've got to admit, it's been uh, certainly one of my key traits that I've used so far, and it's certainly helped me. But I'm probably going to divide opinion here. But aside from the through balls, I would say short passing for me, I've found has been really, really bad. And I'm probably going to divide opinion with that. I'm probably shot you two, but I don't know about you two, but have you found it like really, really difficult or just not working right when you've played a short pass and it's like failed to generate hardly any power or it's gone to somebody you didn't even aim at or straight to the opposition? I think in terms of aiming at someone, and this is something that I've done for years on FIFA, not a chance I'll put it on manual, but I'll always switch pass into semi-assisted because the amount of times that like you you go pass and it will decide, oh yeah, you want to pass to this person. It's like, well, no, I want to pass to that person who's in acres of space. So I'd say that is, don't, don't be put off by going into the controls looking to change things to like semi-assisted or manual if you can if you're absolutely mental but like <laughs> go to go to like the semi-assisted sort of thing it gives you it gives you a little bit more control over what you're doing like you can you can like decide more where you're going to shoot where you're going to pass where you're going to cross it. it gives you that little bit more control rather than and i find it helps massively in crosses because the amount of times like you absolutely hold down like the X button to cross it and it'll be like, oh yeah, a little chip to the near post or something like that because it's locked onto that player. From my side, George, I think um, it might be different for me because in terms of the way I set my team up um, with in a 4-3-3, my midfielders, I always make sure they've got at least 90 passing, uh, short passing uh, with like dead eye chemistry styles on as well. So they're normally mid-90s at least in terms of their short passing because I think for me, that's one of the most important things in FIFA is that quick interchange play and you can especially at the edge of the box that's what that's what can make a goal the majority of the time for me so that's why I've got and I haven't really found that to be honest uh, in terms of the passing I, I do think though that the I don't know what you two guys think the pass animation has actually got a lot shorter so you can get your passes off a lot quicker than you can you could last year uh, I don't know if you agree with that George or not yeah, that is one thing I've noticed, actually. It does seem a lot quicker to get the ball out of your feet and get a pass moving. But I just think for me, it might be the players that I've used or it might just be a past experience sort of thing. But 
I've just found it like really, almost really slow and sluggish when trying to pick a pass. And it's, I don't know, I've spoken to a couple of people about it and they've said the same thing as you, like you two, am I playing the same sort of thing? But <laughs> I've just found it really slow and sluggish on certain passes. And I don't know if it's whether it's me or that. I don't know. It's obviously one of them where I've got to try and adapt to it from last year. But I don't know. It was really, really angry me last week thinking, do I want to play this game this year? Because it just doesn't feel right. But I don't know. It may get updated with a patch or whatever, but I'm sure I'll get used to it. Who are you playing in midfield out of curiosity? Uh, the minute, literally as of yesterday, I've got a 4-1-2-1-2 diamond and I've got... Um, um, who would it be now? Thomas Partey is once to watch card at CDM. And then at Cam, I've got Donny van der Beek. Yeah, so it shouldn't be too bad. I've got both of them. Yeah, well, I haven't I haven't had any problems. With it. I think it's just, yeah, just getting, getting to grips with it, maybe. Maybe try, just try, because um, I don't think dead eye is expensive, the chemistry start. Try and put in a dead eye on both of them, see if that helps. I'll see um, if that helps. I'll yeah, have to take a look. The chemistry styles do make a big difference in terms of stats this year, and they, they have changed quite a bit. So, yeah, give maybe give dead eye or even artist a go, although artist is more of a long passing. But, yeah, try, try dead eye and see if that changes anything. I'll have to take a look, see what it does. But must admit, other than the passing, the Thomas Party card is certainly a bit of a beast, I must admit. Yeah, it's it's very. I've come up against it quite a few times. It's it's quite <laughs> annoying, isn't it? it? Just it won't go away. Just seems like he's <laughs> there all the time. Uh, but I just wanted to go on to um, through balls and something that links in with that, which I think is a massive, massive boost for this year. Is it seems like pace is a thing again in comparison to FIFA 20. Like in FIFA 20, if you were the, if you had like Mbappe through on goal, for example, and you had been chased by Yerry Mina, who's like one of the slowest players on FIFA. He would still catch you, which just is not realistic in any way. Whereas I think in this year, there are certain players like Mbappe, Saint-Maximin, um, Neymar, Messi, players that I've played with where you can really feel the pace difference. And you, if you go on a roll and if you do a skill move and you get away from them, there is no way that the defender is catching you. And that's something that I, I really like because it gives you an edge. I don't know if you found that as well. Yeah, I found that. Um, so I did have Werner um, for it changed because of my pack luck, which I'm sure we'll get onto. Um but yeah, I did have I did have Werner and it was insane. Like the pace, it makes a difference. But I think on the flip side, whereas previous FIFAs it kind of felt like you had no defence against pace. I think it all depends on how you defend. Like if you if you get to groups with the defendant and you mark the run or shut uh, like close down the player to like give him less of a like time to pass it, it does make a difference. So while while pace is massive and it can help you in attack, it also doesn't feel like it's going to completely break you in defence. Like there is ways of stopping it, and it is it is a lot better at stopping it. You just have to have to make your like you make your tackle count, make your opportunity count. Because like you said, if you beat someone with pace, then you've left them for dead. Yeah, what do you think, George, about the pace? You, do you like the feeling of the player ha- actually having like more pace than your defender, for example? Oh, definitely, without a doubt. The last few last few years, I've certainly found that as a problem where, say, you'd got, I don't know, for example, you'd got Mbappe up front and you were getting caught by Seamus Coleman, for instance, or something like that. But <laughs> this, this year, I've found it a lot, lot better. It's like, for example, at the minute, I've got 
Um, for instance, Steven Bergvine, Dominic Calvert-Lewin's Player of the Month car and Richarlison up front and I've boosted their pace uh, their pace with chem styles and they're literally, they, they, you can't catch them. So that's one really good thing that I found is the same when I'm defending and trying to catch somebody. Uh, certainly Rodrigo of Leeds, I found him a nightmare when coming up against him. But yeah, that is one, being one big improvement where your you pacey attackers are actually doing the job that you'd expect them to do and get away from defenders that re- realistically shouldn't be getting anywhere near them. I find it particularly impressive when you perform like a step over and as you change direction, if you just hold RT, your player just kind of zooms away. Um, if you've got the right player, I think I've got Zahar on the on the left for me. And um, yeah, he's just been incredible for me on the left wing. Um and obviously, he's got the skill moves and the pace and stuff as well. So, he's been really effective. Um, that's your fourth tip then in terms of the the pace. But I want you to just touch on one last thing. Uh, number five that people need to watch out for is crossing is back, I think. It got to a stage in FIFA 20 where crossing and heading in particular was so ineffective. I actually stopped it completely. And I just made it more of a mission to pass into the box rather than crossing. It got to a point where I didn't even bother crossing anymore. Uh, but I think particularly this year, I don't know if you two guys have found this but the driven ground cross which is a new uh, a new control which is l1 and and double tap square or lb and double tap x um, is extremely effective especially if you if you give it a welly as well if you put loads of power on it and you're crossing with your full back like alexander arnold for example um you find it finds it you go to your back post um, straight away so you've got like a free shot goal really at the back post um how have you found crossing and heading um, in fever 21 I love it. I love it. Um, I'm I'm so I'm so glad it's back. Um, found volleys are insane. Um, although I still haven't done the objective for scoring a bicycle kick, and I could have sworn I've scored, but there must be like a particular animation it wants. But yeah, like the the crossing, like playing with wingers, you don't feel you always have to cut in and shoot or cut in to play into the box. Like if you have space and there's players in the middle, cross it and you. Like you've got a good chance now. Um, like I said last year, it was pretty redundant. Um, whereas now I think is it's back, and I'm I'm glad it's back because I do love scoring a good volley. What do you think, George? Yeah, I've got to echo your two thoughts straight away. There's no doubt about that. The uh, the crossing significantly improved and gone back to what it was, say, three or four years ago. Because obviously in FIFA 20, it was practically non-existent. But I've found it really, really useful this year, particularly from corners. I've been. I've lost count of how many corners I've scored a header from. I really have. Probably helps with Calvert Lewin in the middle, who's an absolute beast in the air. But it's been really, really good the crossing this year. I'm scoring so many goals from just literally old-fashioned wing play, getting to the byline and crossing it back in. And there you go, you've got a goal. But it's certainly been an area that I'm glad to see has been improved, and it's certainly working so far. And I think it'll be quite an effective tool in the weekend league. That's for sure. For me, heading um, is back. I mean, Fever 20 was so strange. It's like every every player had a square head. I mean, even if it was like Cristiano Ronaldo that you crossed it to, the header would either go flying up like into Rosette or straight or like just bobble towards the keeper. It was it was so strange. Looking back, I don't, for a whole year it was like that. But in FIFA 21, some of the headers I've scored have been like it's they're works of art in themselves, aren't they? I don't. I'm not sure why they were gone, but they're definitely back this year. Yeah, they are, and I'm glad. I'm glad for it. No more square heads. What What do you think? So, what's your corner routine, George? What have you found success with? Literally, just try and get it straight into the middle of the six yard box. And nine times out of ten, Calvert Lewin's been there. He's just literally. 
gone for an in-swinging corner and every single time he just seems to get either close to it or gets his head on it and it's in. I've honestly lost count of how many goals I've scored from a corner with Calvert-Lewin getting on the end of it. Have you found it difficult to mark as well at corners? I feel like I've like put a defender in front of an attacker and thought, yeah, he's fine. And then a second later, he's in front of my defender and he scored. It, it mm. seems like it's just so it's so fast moving in the box and in set pieces. I get what you mean, but I've got to be honest and speaking from past experience, I've genuinely not conceded that many from corners, even though I've managed to score a lot from them. So I don't know if it's a case I've come up against people who have not mastered it or I've just struck lucky or whatever. But I've just found it quite quite comfortable to defend them, whereas I've been scoring a lot from them. But that'll probably change over the course of the weekend league, probably. Are you the Tony Pulis of FIFA then? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a tag that I want to get associated with. <laughs> well, you, were, you were saying earlier that you don't like all this scoring and you prefer like the defensive. That's true. You did say that. That, did is say true. That. that is very true. You spent about no, five minutes moaning about how attacking it is. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I've got to be truthful though. The crossing has certainly improved. There's no doubt about that. And like I say, I don't know if you two have used the Calvert Lewin Player of the Month card, but he's just been an absolute beast in the air. He really has. I've not used him actually. I've I've got Richarlison up front for me at the moment, and he's been pretty good. Um, but no, um, I've I've definitely felt Calvin Lewis' presence when I've played against him, put it that way. Well, I don't know if you know, George, I know Nathan does, but I, I have untradeable Shevchenko, so I don't need to buy a strike. I did what? notice, Josh, that tweet that went out the other day and I felt slightly jealous, I must admit, considering ah. I've never ever packed an icon from like a non-icon pack. Uh, oh, there was just a tinge of jealousy when I saw that. And you got Ryan Giggs as well last night. I saw yes, so so for people that don't know that are listening, so the, the Shevchenko card came from the objective pack for scoring 100 <laughs> finesse goals. So he's untradeable. And then last night, I packed the baby Ryan Giggs icon in the in the marquee matchups pack, I think it was like a prime election players pack. So had like half a lot of silvers and then a few goals. And I let Ryan kicks. <laughs> oh man, that's um, just, that's crazy. And I had to I, settle for Jordan Henderson. But if it makes you feel any better, I did go out and buy Thierry Henry. <laughs> that's what I did with my spending. <laughs> that so doesn't doesn't matter. I've got Thierry Henry and Shevchenko up front. Oh god. But that just shows, doesn't it? You don't have to go out and and spend FIFA points to get the packs. If you do the right SBCs, if you if you do the right challenges, and you do the right objectives, there are opportunities there for for decent packs rather than going and spending ridiculous amounts of money on them. Oh yeah, I think objective wise this year, absolutely. I mean that scoring the hundred finesse goals that was a, I think it was a fifty k pack or twenty five k pack. It's one of the two. And then there's like ones for like scoring in so many games and assisting in so many games. And like you, you do get them. Um, a few of my mates have uh, whacked the difficulty down to beginner, um, gone into squad battles and just scored like 40 odd goals a game to, to grind through and get like the, the 500 goals and the 500 assists one. I haven't done that yet. But, um, but yeah, if you, if you want some decent packs, like I would say if you were going to do that, I'd probably wait until next week. Um, when both uh, one to watches are in packs, so it's not just one of them. Good tip. And George, do you do, you do any of the SBCs or challenges? I know you said you've got um, Dominic Cavalier, I mean, haven't you? The 
player of the month. Yeah, that's right. And I've been doing a, a lot of the SBCs so far. I've only got one more of the advanced ones to go that you always get at the start of every year. I've not done brilliant in terms of rewards out of those, but they've not been shocking either. I think Leon Goretzka was my, my best reward. So it's bagged me about 60k, something like that earlier this week. So certainly want to try and get a few more of them done as, as the weeks roll on. And I'm sure there'll be some more this evening as we're recording when the uh, ones to watch team two drops. Oh, there's that Hamas Rodriguez coming, isn't there? The um, yeah, SBC, yeah. The ca- the Cam H four looks, looks tasty. Boosted, boosted by the team of the week, but obviously still stays a Cam. Um, pace is only like fifty eight, so I think you'd have to whack something to get his pace up. Oh, shooting, passing, they're just mad. You'd have to get like ten team of the weeks to have any usable pace, though, wouldn't he? Like fifty eight yeah. pace is going to be yeah. But like, you do you do have that link, that strong link to the Calvert Lewin. You know, so if you do have the Calvert Lewin, it might be worth looking at. I just, I just don't know how much, how much it's going to cost to do because the Axel Witzel that came out yesterday, I looked at the at cards and I was like, right, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. I don't know. I don't. Know. Well, I, I do have the coins, but I, don't, I, I don't want to. Like, it didn't seem worth it. <laughs> let's, um, let's look ahead to this weekend then. So we've talked about a few different hints and tips. So just going to re- review them for for people who've been listening. So first off, defending, make sure you practice before you go on weekend leagues it will just be a mess otherwise and it will be to like double double digit goals uh, another tip for you is to do that instant um, that instant hard tackle uh, which by pressing R1 uh, or RB and B or circle if you're a PlayStation player that's something that I'd really recommend um, also with dribbling uh, agile dribbling is uh, RB and left stick for Xbox and R1 and uh, left stick for PlayStation and also for the passing, the passing animation has got a lot shorter, so you can do a few quick passes around the area, apart from George, who can't seem to do them. Uh, and also uh, the through balls are really OP, even the RB and Y through balls um, or RB and triangle, they seem to be really powerful. Um, and finally, for crossing, what I'd recommend is using the driven ground cross, which is L1 and double square tap for PlayStation or for Xbox, it's LB and double tap the X uh, for the driven ground cross. That's really effective. And all, to be fair, any crossing in FIFA 21, if you've got a decent header of the ball like Calvert-Lewin um, at the back post or at the near post, it's going to be really uh, useful. And like George said, at corners, um, if you can get them right, there's some really uh, great opportunities to score there. Um, and we ought to talk about pace as well. So if you've got really quick players or if, you, if you've got a few spare coins, if you go out and buy uh, what, at least one player with uh, quite a bit of pace, um, I'd recommend doing that because you're going to find if you target one of the slower defenders, you're going to get a bit more luck out of it as well. I don't know if Josh or George, you want to add anything to that? Any kind of last minute hints or tips that you give for players just jumping into FIFA 21 this weekend? Um, don't like you know if if you find that the passing don't work for you, try the crossing. If the crossing don't work for you, try the dribbling. Like find find from these tips what what works well for you and for your team, and you know just put them put them into practice, and you know be prepared to just to work out which which way. If you've got a if you've got a team, this is the one thing I would say. If you've got a team that you're happy with, and you're listening to this now and saying like oh you know my strikers aren't pacey and I'm going to go out and sell my strikers to get some strikers that might work because of these tips. Um, I'd say stick with what works for you. Like, you know, if, if that isn't the route you want to go down and the crossing has been working for you, then practice on your crossing and find, find that bit that works for you. I think for me, as we've spoken about the need of pace this year and it being a really important factor, just literally a tip for a player that you really should go out and get as say for an impact sub for the week, for the weekend league is without a doubt Rafinha for Leeds United, 91 pace, 
I've got him on my bench and nine to out of ten, you bring him on for the last 20 minutes, he's going to do something. Really, really quick player and you feel the speed when he gets on the ball and just glides past defenders. So if you're looking for a cheap beast off the bench to say the last 20 minutes, if you're needing a goal or whatever, he's certainly a man to go for. There's no doubt about that. Thanks so much for joining me this week, uh, Josh and George. It's been a real pleasure having you guys on. And um, it's been great to talk FIFA with my Reach colleagues as well. Um, it's it's clear that you're both real fans of the game and you've been enjoying it this year um, as well. So thanks a lot for coming on. And best of luck this weekend. If you're going to be, are you both going to be doing the weekend league? I'm I'm not. I am working and um, I haven't been able to play Ooh. online as much as I wanted this year because we do have a little puppy. So he kind of like takes a lot of time so I can't be going in a lot there's been a few times where I've been in an online game and then like in these scraps toilet and stuff so yeah I've had to I've had to restrict my time to when he's asleep really so you're gonna have to like pick your moments basically when you you get a chance to go on yeah that's exactly what it is like I'll play I'll play squad battles or uh, doing objectives and stuff but um in terms of online I won't I won't cop online until he's asleep because otherwise I'm just gonna shoot myself in the foot what about you George are you gonna tap the weekend league this weekend? I'm going to take it on. Yeah, I will uh, certainly try and find some time to squeeze in and try and get as many games done as I can and hopefully get some decent rewards at the end of it. Yeah. Try and get five games so I can get the rewards, some rewards in. And uh, knowing my luck, I'll probably get another icon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably will. Yeah, probably will. Thanks again, uh, Josh and George. Really appreciate you guys coming on and best of luck for this weekend and um, for future weekends as well. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Cheers. It's been fun. Thank you for listening to the Level Up podcast and esports and gaming show. Make sure you've subscribed to the podcast and follow us on social media at Level Up Pod. We'll be back for another episode very soon.